Hi, everybody. We're here today. Welcome to PS We Have No Plan. It's Emily coming from Nashville. Hello, hello. And it's Peyton calling in from LA. Love it. Love seeing you. Love seeing you. This is so fun. We have so much energy, you guys. Whoever doesn't follow us on social media, you're missing out because yesterday Emily killed it and we did a bunch Mm. of polls. Mama Smith was obsessed. And then I came in at the end and added in my vote. So go check that out. I just went through all of Mama Smith's commentary and it was on fire. I loved, loved, loved it. Oh my God. Perfect. Perfect. She had she had a lot of opinions and I liked it. Oh my gosh, I need to go look. I didn't even see. That oh. is so funny. She caught up on all of our podcasts um, <sighs> yesterday. So she was Aww. listening to all the episodes. Thank you, Mama Smith. She, yeah, <laughs> go read go read the DMs. I will. That's it's so, so good. good. It's so, so it. good. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was our night to shine. The first Monday in May. You'll see I us know. there together one day. I know. So everyone, if we didn't know what this episode was about, it's going to be a bit about, so I think we're going to title it. You'll see this soon if you're listening. P.S. Have we met? Because that, that's so brilliant. Emily, by the way. So cute. Um, so Because we want to talk about the Met, which happened last night in New York. But we also want to talk about love and romance and platonic love and friendship. We're trying to partner our podcast episodes to have a little bit of fun, a little bit of deep talk, because that's how we're built. That's yeah. how we work. <laughs> very um, much so and it's nice to just have that balance to know that yeah. you can have one and the, and the other yes so let's dive in wait but first I want to check in how are you doing and how are how's life it's good it's good, good. I I'm super tired today I me too oh really? my god yes yeah I'm still drinking coffee it's like I, relax I just made another one too and it's 224 here so at least you're still at noon noon yeah, 24 true. True. But yes, I'm so tired. I I take melatonin every night, and lately it's been giving me the the second day fog like Benadryl does. So I don't know if I'll have to stop that, but I'm feeling tired. Like yeah, just okay. Getting to the pod today, I was like, oh, I know. Wait, can I ask about melatonin? Because I yeah. just bought it because I looked on. I've been trying to revamp my health routine as you have as well, and so I bought this like powder melatonin and I've heard it's really nice and relaxing and this tart cherry juice and I make this little mocktail at night instead of wine like this is healthy and fun and calms me down but yeah I agree with you the melatonin makes me hazy the next day I'm I mean I'm not glad that you're experiencing that (laughs) but I'm so glad it's not just me and that's like that bums me out for you I know I know so I wonder I I just thought I was mainly just tired and exhausted and going through stuff but it maybe is a combo I don't think pay maybe it is a combo for sure because I know you've got a lot going on lately too like it's been it's been hectic for sure with work family everything I know, but just to throw this out there for people, it yes. is an eclipse season. I'm I'm the very notorious LA girl and I keep I was us updated on our astrology. But it, yeah. I, I was just going to ask you if something's going on with the stars or planets. Yeah. If there's a weird eclipse season until the end of this week and people mm. are feeling it. And if you feel exhausted, chaotic, hectic, tired, if you feel like random things are just not working as they're supposed to, yes. actually, that's normal. Like We're if your pants don't fit correctly is that one too (laughs) maybe okay okay and you know what that's so funny it's I had like the hardest walk the other day because I kept seeing crows and people say like crows can be a black omen but I was taking them I was deciding to take it as a good omen and Mm -hmm. decided that they were ravens but I kept seeing them and they're never here and so I had a really hard time with my walk that day 
weird. See, this is what I mean. The things are going weird, but it's also a really good time for you to release things. So if things are coming up in your head, don't judge yourself is what I hear. Mm -hmm. Instead, just say, okay, this is something that's coming up and maybe it's something I need to release. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm going to try my best on that for sure. Stay tuned. Stay Stay tuned, tuned. everyone. We'll we'll let you know how we survive the eclipse season. (laughs) Exactly. We like to spit ideas and advice, but sometimes what right working on them ourselves is still hard, but that's what this is all about. Like we talk about, you know, trials and tribulations, the good, the bad, the fashion. Wait, but you first, how are you? I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine as well. I was just showing you our our hair color, I think is Mm -hmm. similar. I'm trying to grow out my little blonde. See how it's much blonder at the bottom. I got that going on too. Yeah. Your bangs See, look so much better than mine. <laughs> no, no, I love the texture. No, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> I am so flat. My little hair is so flat, but I'm trying, I'm trying to decide if it's like healthy and richer to do like a really nice color all down, like dye it all one color, mm. or if I should just get a root touch up with all my highlights. I never know what to do with my hair. That's what I'm dealing with. It's so, I mean, your natural color though is really pretty. I Thank have you. to say, you're well, is it like a auburny reddish? I think so, like a strawberry blondish, right? It's beautiful, beautiful. I never know what to do either because I'm, I'll make an appointment. And I say all over color because yeah. in my mind it's like doing it all over, but I guess that actually means like just doing the same color all over from root to end. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know. I like, I like a lot of highlights, so it looks more natural too. It blends. I know, and so you can we'll leave see. like a little shadow maybe. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I think Haley Bieber and I mean, she's always in and out, but I think all these different celebrities set the status for what's cool with your hair. And I think a lot of celebrities have been going more natural just in general. And maybe this will bleed into the conversation, the Met, but don't you feel that way? Like the celebrity culture has been stripping back the glam and glitz and making it more raw and real unedited, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. making their own content on social media. Like a lot of them have their own YouTube shows like it's just less makeup, less, yes. right? I even, yeah. I even saw, which I think that maybe this could even be a huge indicator and I could have this wrong, but I'm fairly certain I saw photos that Kylie Jenner took her um, lip filler out. I've seen that. I, I saw, well, yeah. I saw, it's so hard I to saw... say. I know it's hard to tell because where are these photos from and who's the source, but I mean, I that's know. a pretty bold move because her, she has so much um, of her business writing on her lips. But I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I know. I saw the trailer for their new season and I was actually Ooh. mentioning, I was thinking of them when I was talking about the celebrity shift because they really do set the beauty standard in a lot of ways, which is, mm-hmm. we've talked about this. It's a lot of pressure, but at the same time, they have this amazing platform and they should probably use it smartly and be conscious about what they say and all these different things. So they Kylie talked about like in the little snippet and a little trailer, she was like, I wish I had done nothing to my body. I'm really disappointed in the beauty standard. I was, I I set for young girls. Yeah. That was like a little snippet. So I wonder if you're noticing stuff because, because she might be toning down her, her beauty stuff. So maybe so I didn't see that part. I was watching little snippets. I mostly saw like the, the Kim and Courtney drama of it, but you know, I've heard people change when they have children. So maybe yeah. she wants her daughter not to feel like she has to change herself to fit into a mold. 
I can only imagine what that would be like to grow up. Like they were young, young, especially she, she's the youngest, right? She grew up on reality television with Kim being her older sister. And can you imagine what type of like, no, just normal things are things that are normalized to you? Like there's, it would just be such a wild way to grow up. Such a wild way. And like, they were still in school like normal school, but then they had all these cameras and I just can't imagine. I really can't. It would be so wild, but as a good segue. Yes. I really liked her outfit at the Met. She looked stunning. I couldn't agree more. So classic. That red was beautiful. Ugh. with the blue stunning. Oh my gosh. And I I just learned today that the jacket turned into a train. Yes. So good. So good. It was subtle and glam, but also Mm -hmm. gave something. I, I I know you liked Kendall's at least from your Instagram, but I, I, I don't know how I felt about hers. It was a little bit, she, she, to me embodies this person. Maybe it's her personality that kind of irks me at times. She kind of just like comes across as like, I'm so camp and interesting. And like, that's how she comes across to me at times. It's like, girl, you're, you're, you're not kind of basic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just basic. And the, the outfit was very on the nose. It was like, I don't know. I, th- I thought the boots were fun. I thought it was cheeky to have her like butt cheeks out, but it, she just kind of looked thin and hot. I don't know if it was like, interesting. I get that. I get that. I just, I love a Peter Pan collar. I love a Peter Pan Fair. collar. And that did it for me. I think like that was just, that's what set me off. But I agree with you. Like her personality, obviously I don't know her, but seems pretty lame and blah. Yeah. And I mean, people dress her. You know that she that she, that she was just dressed. Perhaps yeah. she had a say in it. I hope she did. But I can see what you're saying for sure about that. And a yeah. lot of it, I read that too. There was so much black and white, which I get because that was Carl's thing. But seeing Kylie's red was such like a breath of fresh air. And some people said she didn't follow the theme or whatever. But I mean, I know. I think I thought she looked stunning. I mean, I thought Kim did as well and was more aligned with the with the theme of everything. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. they're, I don't know. I just feel like the Kardashians have the Jenners and the Kardashians have this elevation where everyone just expects them to be like. And I think at the Met, it's for me, it's so fun to see some of these other celebrities and artists who really just take it as an opportunity to be interesting and send a message or be a piece of art. And I think for me, the Kardashians and Jenners maybe more so lean in what looks hot and what looks good on me and what, what's 100%, my vibe. 100%. Right? That is such a good point. Yep. Absolutely. When everybody else just takes it as, let me celebrate fashion. Let me take yeah. some risks and like try this and really celebrate what the Met is all about. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So what were some of your favorite kind of other looks? Standouts. I think I had so many. I even made a list. But Love. Like, uh, right? Well, thank you. Right. I would say, <laughs> I think we'll right. agree. Right, right. God, I was such an idiot. Um, Anne Hathaway. She might have made my number one. Her hair she... and makeup were stellar. Yeah. And she's, she announced, didn't she announce she's the face of Valentino now? Oh, I didn't see that. I think so. I think she's the face of Valentina. So she's just a, so iconic. I mean, I, her personality also sometimes bothers me at oh, times. Like I know. I I right? don't I don't love Anne Hathaway, but she I has don't know made why. this comeback into high fashion and style. Agreed. Agreed. That is, it came out of nowhere for me. 
Agreed. And, and she's been in iconic movies that I've loved, 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 like Les Mis, Princess Diaries, Devil Wears Prada, the list mm -hmm. goes on and on. But mm -hmm. her personality at times can be like, oh, does it seem that way? Like, it's a little bit too prim and proper for me. I'm like, uppity. Get to the real shit. What, what, you're yeah. so, you we act like you're like floating it. on a cloud. Yeah, we get you're it. not. You're not. I mean, you looked like you, you were last night, but you're not. <laughs> I just, I know. And like, it sold me too, because I, I've never loved the clothespin look. I know Elizabeth Hurley had that iconic dress and it was, you know, it was really pretty, but it wasn't my favorite, but mm. with the tweed, it just looked classy. Totally. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm veering away from the fashion and being like, anyways, let's gossip. No, no, no. Trust like a... me. I want to gossip. Sometimes I feel like I'm too big of a gossip. So I'm like, I got to roll this back. <laughs> My too. friend, Whatever. Michelle and I, shout out to Michelle. I don't think she listens. So Mish, get your ears listening. Um, we're judgy and we know that. So we just, we tell each other we're judgy and we judge with one another. You know, sometimes you need that safe space <laughs> with a friend to do that. Yep. I don't know if like on a public podcast, we should be doing too much of the judging, but we try to reel it in everyone. We try to reel it in. And you know what? This is all about, I was going to say fashion, but those, those were really just personality judgments. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also their, their like celebrity persona. Who knows who they actually are? It's just who they choose to show, right? That's That's, that point. part of them is sort of can, can be bothersome, but I, who else did I love? I loved- I, someone that's, uh, oh, um, Camilla Marone. Oh my gosh. Looked so simple and effortless and stunning and romantic and ethereal. Yes. I thought it was beautiful. I think that she's going to rise as like one of the next like fashion muses. Total it girl moment. Yeah. Absolutely. She's, she's going to have her moment for sure. And she's been around. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that either. Did you, I saw like a clip on Instagram that one of the paparazzi asked her if there'll be a Daisy Jones too. And she was like, I can't say anything. So it, I mean, just her reaction by it. And they're like, would you do it? She goes, of course. Oh my God. I hope fingers crossed. I fingers hope they crossed. also go on tour. I think there were, there were talks that they were going to do that. So who knows? I still haven't finished it. I know it was, I feel like it gets a little slow in the middle, but it is good. It's a good have, overall show. I have to, I have to, I have to, but yes. Um, she oh, was stunning. She's so stunning. So stunning. And then her friend, her bestie, Suki Waterhouse, who I am all like so obsessed with. She's like a real life Daisy Jones to me. Like she's just Absolutely. so cool. Um, oozes cool. And is dating Robert Pattinson is just like so cool. Like, like what a couple. What a couple. I, I feel like she could have gone a little bit more. I, That's my me, only note. Yes. It, it felt like um a wedding guest, a black tie wedding guest. Beautiful, and I don't mean that but, in a bad way at all. Right. Yeah. I absolutely loved the dress, everything about it, but it just wasn't met to me. Agreed. Agreed. And then there's some that went so extreme with their costumes. Like obviously Jared Leto <laughs> always goes extreme with his costumes. Same with yes. Doja Cat, same yes. with Lil Nas X. Like a lot of these sometimes go super campy but it's kind but of it's a, fun it it's is, fun it is and when I first saw Jared I was like whoa this is wild but then I realized it was Carl's cat oh I didn't yeah. even realize that until right now because he always had his favorite cat and I got think, it I think that's cute that is cute that it is gives cute. Him a little bit of leeway <laughs> Okay. Okay. I take it back. Yeah. That's at least somewhat on theme. Oh, and that's probably why Doja Cat was a cat. Probably. 
if you saw that she had like a whole cat face and she meowed her way through the vogue interview and i was like girl Mm, that's a little bit too much commitment (laughs) she's very camp very out there um who else i love billy eilish do you see billy she did look good she did look really i can't believe that those are the color of her eyes that's the color of her eyes stunning almost like hip hypnotic very hypnotic like not Mm -hmm. creepy but like very whimsically dark it fits her to a T. I've never she, seen eyes like that. Agreed. And I love that she's doing – she's she's positioning herself more through makeup, hair, and outfits in like a sensual, like confident way, which yes. I really love. I think shifting from this oversized sporty covering her face, like she'd always like have this hair and now she's wearing these big liner and tight-fitted clothes. I think she looks so great. I love I the too. growth. I do too. It's showing like – Hopefully she's growing in her confidence and her body or what, whatever that might be for her. I think it's awesome. And I think it's great. Like she can show both sides. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like she's always been open to that. And, and her reasoning for wearing baggy clothes. I remember watching an interview way back when was like, if people can't see my body, then they can't judge it. They can't say it's good or bad. Which um, I get. I get that. There's so now I like... think, it, no. So I think it's, I think it's just makes sense that uh, it's nice to see she's just doesn't give a shit any longer about what people will say. And we'll sometimes wear baggy if it feels like that's her vibe. And we'll sometimes wear more revealing clothes if that's her vibe and not really worry about what people say about it. No, she's just her. Mm-hmm. She is who she is. Um, And speaking of who they are, I am obsessed with Sunny Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> Sorry, Sydney. Like, who is Sunny, my friend? I wish her name was Sunny, though. It's such a good name. Sydney that was like Sweeney. last episode when you said, what did you say? Zen- you called her Zen- <laughs> Zen- Zendaya. No, her name is Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya? <laughs> Zendaya. We can't even remember the wrong names because they're always wrong. When I, I had so like funny. four four people last night that I had to text you, I was like, who are these people? <laughs> I know I even texted you one of them and you called him mystery man. I'm like, I texted you his name. <laughs> I laughed. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. why are you sorry? He is a mystery man. He was in like the new gossip girl. No one really even watched that. So we'll blame it Anyways. on the melatonin. It's all the melatonin. It's all the melatonin, everybody. If things get whack out, like it's the melatonin. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So but she, so she yes, won Sydney best Sweeney. hair and makeup for me. Best hair and makeup. She has also talked about confidence. She has really grown in her confidence. I've seen through interviews, like way back when she was a bit more shy, her voice was quite high. And now I saw when she walked up to Emma Chamberlain for the Vogue interview, she was like, hi, and was just like very, (laughs) was very sensual. was like, I am here. I'm ready, which I love. That's going to be us. We'll both say hi. 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 (laughs) (laughs) She's great. She has the oh. same birthday as me, September 12th. I see. Okay. You guys have like a lot of similarities. Your skin tone, your hair, like your style. That's like, about it. No, you're both very chic. Well, that's nice. I, that she, I mean, she's so stunning. I think she's like a, a very hypersexual girly. And that's I can see not, that. not necessarily me, but I, the very pale skin, very kind of, she also is like, super neurotic I don't know has extreme routines she doesn't drink she's oh. like a little bit extreme okay but but true Virgo nature I mean we're so o- over the top I like that that's why this works also yeah. P.S. Peyton and I think we're twins today 
Peyton threw yeah. it out there, but we're both wearing crew necks and we have- We kind of look like it. I don't and know. And our hair is grown out. <laughs> <laughs> our hair is grown out and it's in a bun and we're wearing yeah. big black yeah. um, headphones. Absolutely. But we're twins. I, I left the office at like so early today because I didn't like my outfit and I felt uncomfortable. So I'm like, oh. I'm just going to go home. I don't like my outfit today. <laughs> That's the best reason to leave an office I've ever right? heard in my life. I don't so, like my outfit. I don't like my outfit. I'm not feeling comfortable. So I came at and put my pajamas on. Oh, I love that. I've actually been trying to get dressed speaking of that because it's just really hard when you're at home to feel like you want to get dressed in any capacity. Cause I'm like, absolutely. why would I do that? No, absolutely. Ever just since I've been starting to go back into the office the last six months or whatever that is, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. That's me getting dressed. Cause if I'm at home, I'm in my jammies or like sweatpants and an old, like big sweatshirt. Like I like the oversized baggy feel like that's what I feel like myself, but like today with the melatonin, it's not helping me want to get on my walking or running. Oh, I hear that. I hear that. We still want to create a loungewear like set at some point. I feel like that is just so us. Um, We'll sell it in our coffee wine bar. Okay, wait, we need to go through a few more and then we need okay. to jump to our okay. new one. So what's, who were like some low balls for you who you're like, I don't love this. Outfit wise, there weren't any that like really stood out, but hair and makeup and you might really hate this. Oh my God. I'm I, so excited. I hated Rihanna's hair and makeup. <gasps> oh my God. Those are atrocious. fighting words. Those I are fighting was, words. I knew it. I knew it. It was, I thought it was atrocious. Oh my God. Wait, now I need to go look, look it, up. it up. Look it up. Outfit loved. How she oh, felt. Her, her and ASAP are so cute. They are. I guess he I goes like by it. Rocky. Does he go by Rocky? That's what I want to name my son one day, Rocky. He's so. Oh, well, she's wearing a headpiece. I can't see. Oh, no, she's... no. Oh, no. I, saw... I, After I she she took takes, it off. Like her hair, she has that one little like bang coming out. It looks crappy in the back. She has like her makeup looks like she has powder on. Like that, you know, that powder that you put under your eyes and then you brush it off so it doesn't, your other makeup doesn't get down. Yeah. I'm being judgy. Her and her sunglasses and her headpiece look iconic, but I have to agree with you when she takes that off. I really don't love her hair and makeup. You're right. I mean, her makeup doesn't bother me, I guess, so much, but the the hair is not. It looks like. Right. Yeah, the the headpiece, that whole look, the glasses, brilliant. So good. I mean, so good. Yes. And I've read somewhere like Rihanna just knows she's coming in at the last minute and everybody's waiting for her. And I'm like, (sighs) what a power move. She's so great. I just, it's hard for me. You're right to to separate the the person from the outfits at times because I'm like, oh, I don't love them or I love them. And I just love Rihanna. Um, But I could see that. I could see that. So what else? Who did? Who else did you not like? Nicole Kidman's hair. She oh, has really? been on. Yeah, I liked like the. It? I liked the loose kind of effortless because it was like a throwback to her campaign where she was running through the times right tra- Times Square. Was yes, it Times Square? Yes. And she had her hair all windblown. So I thought it was just like an homage to that campaign. I love. I love the messy like undone hair, but literally for her. Li- uh, 
how I feel about her the last two times, especially the Oscars carpet, it looked stringy and weird. And she kept like putting it over her face. I loved the bow in the back. I think a lot of people had the bow in the back and that was, Mm -hmm. I loved that. I loved Mm -hmm. that. I just didn't live for her hair. Yeah, that's fair. It was very undone. I'm looking at photos again. It was very. Doesn't it kind of look like. Stringy. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does. Um, Fun fact. So at Christmas time, the company that I do florals for, we do Christmas trees and we have done hers and Keith's Christmas tree the last two years at their house. And we have to go into their attic to get the, um, all the stuff. And we have to walk through her couture closet. What? Yes. That's amazing. It's amazing. We always are just like ooing and awing after it. Oh my God. How fun. This florist. I feel like you guys need your own reality show, the floral shop. We, I've already pitched it. I haven't heard so back. So cute. I'll just keep pitching it. It is so cute, Peyton. I'll, I'll do a vlog one day about this. Yeah, you should. I would love to see the behind the scenes. Um, okay. okay well, you tell me who you did I know, not I'm, like. I'm look, I feel, so, you know, I, I thought everyone showed up in like a too. really fun way. I, I can't say any of them icked me. I didn't understand Lil Nas X with all the, it was a little over the top for me. Um, He was like completely bedazzled yeah. if you saw that. I get it. It's fun. It's very, but that felt dress up to me. Um, he's he's kind of like the one for me. It's hard for me to, to like separate the outfit from the person because I'm just not a fan. You're not. No, but that's okay. That's fine. That's fair. Who else? Cara Delevingne. I like her edge always, but I thought she could go a little bit, push it a little further. It was I almost like a that. t-shirt dress vibe for me. So Absolutely. I was like, maybe push that. That one grew on me because I feel that I feel that too. And like you're saying, I don't think anybody was horrible or tragic, but there were a couple people that were just a little too plain for the Met. Agreed. Agreed. I so? really. I, I completely agree. Like Vanessa Hudgens, I thought looked stunning. And yeah. I think she went with Michael Kors and he had a very iconic and same with Emily Blunt with Michael Kors. It just seemed like I could wear this to a wedding. Like yes. you said, as a wedding guest. Yes. I thought that about Priyanka too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that but two everyone guys, looked stunning. they did. And I think it's hard for guys sometimes, but my two favorites, and I think you love them too, were um, Bad Bunny and Pedro. Yes. Pedro had fun, which I love. He did. And he could pull it off. Yeah. He's so fun and funny. He looked like Pinocchio. Hot one. Hot Pinocchio. (laughs) And Trevor Noah. He had those cool braids. I love that. I didn't see his Mm -hmm. look until you posted it. Loved it. So good. Very, very good. Overall, I I, I thought this was a fun, fun met. I thought everyone did well. I agree. I did miss a couple staples, SJP, Blake Lively. I always love seeing their looks, but yeah, you know, next time, next time, next time we'll have to come around for next year. Um, also, I feel like the Met just happened. I feel like we just reviewed the Met outfits. Like, Was what? it delayed last year? No, no, no. It couldn't have been. I don't know. I agree with you. I agree. Well, maybe we talk about the Oscars. Yeah, but still, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Life is flying by. I feel too like the fast. last year, anyways. Too fast, too fast, too fast. And maybe that's a good segue into 
love. <laughs> yes. Our deep talks, our deep talks. But I think why, why this came up for me and I'm curious to hear what came up for you yes. thinking about platonic love. So this last year, like I said, this year has flown by. This has really been more about self-love and platonic love because my romantic love with my partner has just been different because he's been super, super busy. And what once was something so natural and fluid and we hung out all the time. I really prioritize romantic love. It served me so deeply. I ha- I sort of had to rely on my other relationships and love interests, which has been entirely fulfilling. Like, I feel like I forgot how beautiful self-love can feel, how platonic love and friendship love, right? is just so important. And like, as adults, you forget that because you, you form a nuclear family and you just go on. Yeah. But for me, that came up this week. I'm I'm just so grateful for my friends, for you, especially Em. like, I just, it's so serving. Like it feels so fulfilling, you know? I absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's, I, I love our connection too, because we are, we are very similar, but we also have very different paths Mm -hmm. and it's fascinating to me because I didn't meet Jeff until I was 24 and before him, I didn't have serious relationship or anything. Mm-hmm. I was just, and, and when I was growing up, didn't have a lot of close friends, but once I moved to call or got to college, my girlfriends have, were everything. And I, and we've remained friends. All of us are still here in Nashville. And it's like, I think about those friendships and I am so grateful. Like, yeah, right. Yes. And it gives you something else that you, I don't know. I just feel like I was always taught like your nuclear family is this core thing that has to be this like almost thing that moves through life together. And yes, there's so much love I have for my family, but it's just the platonic love for me is so beautiful and amazing. And it just, it's like you find people that have the same interests of you that show up in the world that you, in the same way you show up in the world, like you and I, and then you connect on this soul level where you get to talk about things that really drive you and you get that same energy back from them because they, you know, don't owe you anything. And you, you formed this from a shared interest or a shared hobby or shared school. It's just nice. It's like, wow. It's so nice. And I think when you find those friends that are just, they just click, it's funny to me because it's almost like my relationship with Jeff, my partner, it's, it's, you don't have to be doing anything. You know, you could just sit there and you don't have to even talk, but you just, it works. Like mm-hmm. my, my close friends, I have not seen them since before I went on my trip overseas. Like there's a pod of us and we don't, we don't see each other for months. We text, but it, nobody cares. And so we could hang out three times a week and that'd be great. Or we don't see each other for months. and so we just text. Like I love those friendships. I Me love, too. right. Cause they're not, they're not demanding. Everybody knows like what's going on. You have your own life, but you also prioritize keeping those friendships alive. Totally. And I feel like I, through life has, have gotten a bunch of different friends that serve yeah. different parts of me. I think we've talked about this before, but that's been super important to me that I think I really want to help my kids one day. Like that's going to be a big lesson. I'm going to try and teach them. Cause when you're young, you're like, Oh, I found this one person that I connect with. And I'm just, but I really, that's wonderful. If that's what works for you. I have found it to be super fulfilling to find different friends that align with different parts of me so that I can kind of build myself right through these friendships. Like one friend of mine, we're so 
we talk only about like, not only, but mainly about, you know, books, for example. And then you and I talk about our business and our creative growth and our dreams. And one friend of mine will talk about health and fitness and one friend of mine. And it's just nice to have these friendships where you could have these shared interests and grow them over time. I love that. It's fulfilling in all the different pockets of you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find yourself comfortable, like hanging out with all of them one-on-one? Yes, for sure. I think think, that's special. Yes. I I do. I actually struggle when it's a group setting Okay, at times because most of my relationships are one-on-one. Like we have a rapport one-on-one. We know our vibe is one-on-one. So when we get into the group setting, it's hard for me. Sometimes I'll gravitate towards one person and the Mm -hmm. other, and then maybe some, you know, maybe one of them would feel like, what the fuck, Peyton? Like we're, we're best friends and you're acting like you're, you know, does that ever happen with you? Right. Like different situations. Oh, absolutely. Not that much. Cause it's funny. I wanted to ask you that because I'm almost the opposite. Mm. I have my, my group of girls that we've been together for 12 years now that I will, I feel comfortable with them no matter what, no matter what we're doing, doesn't matter. But then I have friends in like other pockets of my life that I don't necessarily hang out with. Mm, like that we, makes sense. We text and, and stuff like that, but I don't, I don't know, like go over to their house and have pizza, you know, or have nights like that, which I wish. And I, a lot of that is just me being a little uncomfortable and shy. I'm like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to say? Like, do they really mm-hmm. want me to want to hang out with me? So it's all really just my own hesitation, but I've always been like that. So do you find a lot of fulfillment then from self-love or like time with yourself, relationship with yourself? Yes. 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 I, I do fear that I box myself in sometimes Mm. with just my little group of friends, but at the same time, I'm really thankful for like self-comfort being okay alone and really like striving to be a better person. Because I think as you get older, it's very hard to prioritize health. It's very hard to prioritize yourself when things start being added into your nuclear family. And I hope that since you and I, like we make an effort now to, to make sure that's a part of our lifestyle, Mm -hmm. that that will bleed into the rest of our lives. And to me, that's very important. Oh, for sure it is. For sure it is. And I think it's, yeah, it just goes to show different types of love will serve, serve you in different ways. And I, I just, I, I felt like it was a nice shout. Cause I even heard at the Met, um, the, the Jenners went together and they're like, it's just a girl's night. It's just a girl's night. And they struggle so much with finding like a romantic partner. And a lot of people who are single and, you know, in their twenties and thirties have so much pressure to find their romantic love in their life. Oh, and it, yeah. it's just like, I don't know, obviously I have that. And so I want to recognize that I come from this place of having that and also what, whatever prioritizing platonic love, but it, platonic love and friendship is just so important. And it's like so, so special, right? And it yes. just isn't and something I, like to overlook. No, not at all. And I do think in those twenties and thirties, you could put all your eggs in one basket. Like if you are in a romantic relationship, you put all your eggs in that basket and you forget about your friends, but mm-hmm. it maybe not forget about, but just like less time or whatever. But I think as the years go on, you realize that 
obviously there's never a balance, but it's okay to be in both. Like you can spend more time here and less time here. And then sometimes it shifts. Like it's not always going to be even in those senses, but like you're saying, all three of those loves, self, platonic, romantic, are all equally important. I completely agree. I completely agree. And like you were saying, how special is it when you do have these friends that have romantic interests and their own self to worry about when they do show up for you, you're like, damn, I know how hard that is to set a date, to commit to each other, to hang out. And so it just feels extra special as an adult to have girlfriends. And I think that's like inspiring for me too, because it shows like, I still have my own life. You know, my life doesn't revolve around this person or this person. I love them. I'm so glad that they are here, but I still have my own life. Totally. Totally. So anyways, I mean, I, we just talk about marriage a lot and we talk about like our, you know, self and everything. And so I thought it could be fun to touch on friends because it is such a big special part of life. Right. And it is, it is, it's also a pressureful thing, right? Like if if you don't have enough friends or if you don't have the right type of friends, I don't fit in with that crowd. That's the cool crowd or whatever, whatever it is. And it is, it's very hard, especially when you're young. I'm sure social media plays a lot in that. I, not to get too off topic, but I was watching the news the other day and there is, there are a couple people lobbying to make social media, um, not available if you're under 15 for all of those reasons. And I, I mean, it makes sense. We're, we're, we get affected if we don't have any likes. So how does a 12 year old feel? You know, I, know. I, I can't say I'm against that. I can't say I'm against it either. And and I, yeah. And I, and I also think it's interesting post pandemic life, digital, yes. digital media, modern world life, Gen Z, Gen X, whatever, like all these things come into play. My therapist talked about this. It's the, it's the age of selfishness right now. Everyone is posting about themselves, promoting themselves, starting their own brands and businesses ever, which is wonderful in so many ways but it can be very self-involved and very self-critical. And I can't say I disagree with the fact that we should maybe monitor those things until you're more developed. I agree. I agree. I can't, I think we were very, so when you were like 12, there wasn't, you weren't on Instagram or anything like that, right? No, Instagram came sophomore year of high school for me. Okay. I feel like we were very, very fortunate to be probably the last generation to be able to be young and be yep. children because now I can't imagine. No, I cannot imagine. I can't. I mean, and we should talk about this in different episodes. Cause I we think should. we should, it would be interesting to go into it a little bit deeper and talk about our childhoods too. I think yeah. that's always fun. I know Dak Shepard, the armchair expert always dives into family history and, and childhood. And it's so fun. And I feel like we have in bits and pieces, Yeah, but I'd love to learn about childhood Emily. And I like want to hear with, child pay. Right? Like it's Maybe next fun. week that's our thing. Maybe we yeah. can dive into that next week and we can find old pictures and stuff yeah. like that. That'd be cute. Oh my gosh. So fun. Okay. Well, this was, this was great. I thought this was a little all over the place, but that's sort of what our episodes are. That's who we are. We don't have a plan. No. And it really, yes, we have no plan. Yes, we have no plan. Like literally we have no plan. So listen. <laughs> 
And it I really love wild. you. We don't, I love you too. And this was, it's, it's, I was just going to say, it's so wild that we never have like a script for these podcasts. Most people have like an outline of printed, <gasps> like, here's what topics we can talk about. You and I are like, anyways, so this thing and that thing. I mean, we're lucky if we talk about our topic the day before. I know. Like in the morning, it's like, hey, how do you feel about this? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I love it. You know what it works for this, us. Everybody. It does work for us. And you can judge us for it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We'll take the judgment. We we dish the judgment. We'll take it. You have well. to. You have to. You have to. Oh, my gosh. So we're well, PS We Have No Plan. That's who we are. And go follow us across all social medias at PS We Have No Plan. We try and are trying to commit to um, posting every Thursday a new episode. So thanks for tuning in. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. I woke up in the morning and the sun burned. It's as simple as...